Welcome to Sub Rosa. Ah! <laughs> I need a little cue card that's going to say, yeah. <laughs> say shh now. Right, um, right, right. Okay, so here's a here's the question for today. Okay, all right. What can I I'm do ready. if someone takes credit for my idea? Ah. One of my coworkers pressed me for information over drinks and then stole my idea and presented it to the boss as his. What can I do? <laughs> well, you know, it depends. If the person's in engineering, um, I had this happen to a guy I know at Google, who's an engineer, and somebody did that. And he, he realized immediately what had happened, and he just drilled down. <laughs> he said, well, when you get this field pattern in that kind of capacitor, what, wh how do you handle that? <laughs> and if, what, if you're going to steal, be very good at stealing. So you take the guy's advice and you go home and do your homework so that when he turns it back to you and asks a question that anybody who created this would know that you can answer, that you can maintain the fiction that you did it. He did not. And he was exposed for the entire group, which is pretty wonderful. But if it's any, any other portion of a company, I don't think I know. I don't because if you go to the boss, it seems like a case of me, Mr. Me Too. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I did that first. Well, we're about a team here. If you don't go, the guy's going to make you for a mark and probably do it again. You can't threaten him. So I, I honestly have no idea. What do you do? I mean, what interested me is the idea that it's his own. So this is a man that did this. Mm -hmm. And. You know, if if a man does this to a woman, it's not going to be mm. the first time. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I do think that the the gender is going to matter here. Right. Mm. I, you know, most women, particularly women of a certain age, we've all seen the thing where, you know, a woman says something in a meeting. Why don't we do yes. X, Y and Z? And there's yeah. no. Well, yeah, yeah. And then some guy 10 minutes later. I know. Let's do X, Y, and Z. And everybody's like nodding, like, yeah. That's, yeah. So that's like theft right in front of everybody that isn't, you, know, you don't notice. In those kind of circumstances, I think what's good is to try to get your allies together, right? right. If, they're, if, right. if it is gendered, if this man has stolen an idea from a woman, I think mm -hmm. this is one where it's okay. We just did a show about gossip last time. This is one where it's mm -hmm. okay to work the whisper network. Right. Yeah. Hold those yeah. men accountable. Talk to other yeah. women in your group, other peers and say, hey, this is my experience. Let's let's try to support one another in meetings. Let's try to name check. Uh, right? I and, like that. I like and that. Say, just, Actually, yeah, I think yeah. Karen just said that. Didn't didn't right. we hear that from Jane just a little right. bit ago? Or, you know, did yeah. you have any evolution to that idea? So that's right, one right, thing, right. right, is to be mindful of the of the gender dynamics. And if it's that guy, then try to get some other allies. And it could also be men. To, to help you, right? And to, to mm -mm. understand that this is happening. The other thing is, you know, having worked in advertising, which is much more subjective and you can't talk about a field capacitor or whatever it was. Right. right. I, I was just making that up. I don't yeah, even that, know. That was yeah. good. I was buying it. But you, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't get into that technical thing. I think it's to recognize two things, right? One is right. a lot of times people will come to the same idea at the mm. same time. Right. I mean, this happens okay. all over the world. Right. So okay. one thing is to be really clear about like, did I just did, like I remember when I was in elementary school, mm -hmm. I drew a little figure of a like it was kind of like a little troll. Mm -hmm. And I felt very protective of this. And another little kid drew a picture of another troll. And it's basically mm -hmm. the drawing was like, imagine, you know, how kids draw a little ghost where there's just like a you know line yeah. and then there's two eyes. 
It was basically that only it was hair instead of a sheet. And Uh another, I mean, seriously, we're talking like seven-year-old, another seven-year-old do the same thing. And I was like, she is so copying me right now. Right, right. Recognize that, you know, maybe you just drew the same thing as somebody else, right? It might not be, your idea may not be that revolutionary, especially if you're working in a team. It's sometimes things can bubble up simultaneously. So one, be rigorous with yourself. Is this really a unique idea? And was it really yours? And then I think the second thing is just, you know, you're right. You can't really go to a boss, particularly if you're working in something like advertising, where there is supposed to be a collaborative spirit. What I would suggest doing is never talk to this person again about any ideas that you have and just wait, just wait. Right. Because, you know, the, I have had people steal my ideas. I had a situation where I wrote an article about um, some IP that I had developed for work Mm -hmm. and it wasn't Mm -hmm. completely unusual, but it was pretty good. Right. And I used it and I used it extensively. And then when I left that job and started doing consulting, I used it with my clients and it was just, it was, I had a name, I had a process. It was something that I used in my consulting business for a couple of years. When I was at the, when I was at the agency where I was working, I had written an article about this. Mm-hmm. And wanted to get it published. And the owner mm-hmm. of the company was like, yeah, no, I, uh, I don't think so. It's not, you know, we don't want to give away our secret sauce. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, it's not really our secret sauce, but okay. Two years later, I open up Inc. Magazine. Mm-hmm. It's my article mm-hmm. under his name. Oh, man. And it was one of those things where it was like, he technically owned it because it was work product that I had done there. And that was part of the agreement that I had. And you know what? Mm. If he published it and just name checked me, it wouldn't have bothered me. Right. Yep. If he'd just been like, you know, this idea that we developed with Stephanie Payrollo, I would have been fine, even though he was actually yeah. using my words. But I called him and I got in touch with him because it was a link. It was an online social yep. media thing. Yep. And I direct messaged him and I was like, I wrote that article. Yeah. And his response? His response was um, aggressive mm. and um, unpleasant. Uh-huh. And I thought about it and I was like, you know what? I'm just, I'm going to remember this. Right. Yeah. And I will just say that in the intervening, it's, that was years ago. I have written many, many, many words. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some of which have been published. He has written no words. So, yeah, of course. you know, it's like, okay, so whatever. But I, I do think that the idea of recognizing there's probably not a lot that you can do except learn to be quiet. Like I, I have never signed an agreement again that says that my IP belongs to anybody but me. Right. Also, there's a guy and I, I call Barry, uh, who is a Vietnam vet and his, his, his mission operation specialty, if that's what you call it, I think it is for the army MOS. He was a mechanic and I don't know what you know about helicopters, but typically for every hour of flight for a helicopter, you need 10 hours of maintenance work to keep it. I mean, it's a machine trying to throw itself apart. So he would repair a helicopter, which were necessary for battlefield action in Vietnam. And he would go into his commanding officer's office and he'd say, hey, Barry, how you doing? Uh, yeah, sir, sir. He goes, uh, I fixed that Huey out there. He's like, oh, great. He goes, no, I fixed that Huey out there. He goes, oh, yeah, cool. He goes, I fixed it. Goes, okay, Barry, okay, okay, Barry. And he'd go back out and he'd wrench on another one and he'd come back in. It was like, I, you know, I don't want there to be any confusion. Like, 
those four helicopters had just made that run, you know, whatever kind of military thing that they were doing in Den Da Nang or in the, mm-hmm. I was responsible for that. And without me, those four don't go out. However many people they saved, it's on my account. And uh, he just wanted to make sure, like, no, no, this, you know, softly carrying the big stick. Nah. But you know what? Women are not, women are socialized not to do that, right? To not tout. And one thing I think kind of the ideal is the flip side of that. And it was at the same agency. Um, I worked with a woman who I still sometimes work with and we, she came up with something that was like genius. Right. And we came up with it together. Um, Mm -hmm. and I was referencing it to a third party and Mm -hmm. I said, she came up with this idea. I sent Mm -hmm. her the draft. She crossed it out. And she said, we came up with this idea. That's why I'm still working with this woman many years later. That's why I'm like, oh, we need to hire someone else to do this. This is who I'm going to call. You want to be that person, right? You want to be that person. Yeah. And you know, the thing is, I I always deal with it with a hand wave because I don't I don't have any at this point in my career. I've had enough wins that I don't need to claim everything. And so when we did the end of nowhere.com, which is still up at Wong duty, I remember, you know, oh, it's so great that you did this. I was like, eh, you know, not, I did all the interviews. I don't, I'm not, a, it's not Eddie Murphy thing. A written by Eddie Murphy, produced by Eddie Murphy, acted by, I don't need my name on all the interviews. I did all the interviews. It should be known, but I did have one momentary blast of total shock when the website went live and my name appeared nowhere on it. <laughs> like these interviews just magically happen, both securing the interviews, asking the questions, all that stuff, you know, the, the person, all just, and I was like, hmm, how would Barry, the helicopter mechanic, have handled this? <laughs> but he always was pre-facto, not post-facto. So right, but I, I, think, took it on, I took it on the chin. But I think also recognizing, I mean, what f- was frustrating to me in that circumstance is I'm looking at what I'm talking about, the gendered component of that, right? Mm-hmm. How many white artists have taken credit for Black people's work, music, ideas? Yeah, right. I mean, right. you know, did I mean, do you think that that was that was at play or am I overreaching? I, who, who knows? I, I mean, it's not like people didn't know that I wrote them. <laughs> so it was I think it was I think it was what is that thing about the hammering the nail down, you know? So whatever. (laughs) So we ended our Sub Rosa with a reference to more bad bosses. There are so many. They are legion. All right. That's all we've got. If you have a question that you would like us to cover in Sub Rosa, WTF at badbossbrief.com. Thanks. Bye. Adios. Adios.